0: Greetings, everybody. Our apologies for taking a longer hiatus than we anticipated. We'd meant to return to Procrastination Planet a little bit earlier, but life got in the way and we stayed on brand a little too well. So a couple of things. Some of our references are probably a little bit dated because Sabrina and I recorded this episode earlier, but we didn't get around to editing until recently. Second of all, our episode page has links to articles that list where you can donate to support those who are protesting police brutality and white supremacy, as well as links to Black-owned bookstores that are taking orders as we speak. The news cycle isn't reporting on Black Lives Matter as much these days, but Black lives still matter. You know, in case you're wondering where we at Procrastination Planet stand. Okay, and the third thing. Charlie passed away recently at age 11. He was diagnosed with congestive heart failure in late November and he lost his battle early this June. It's part of the reason that I didn't get around to finishing edits until recently. It was really hard to do when I heard his dog tags in the background, knowing that was going to be the last that we hear of him. He was a tough little guy and he was a fighter until the end. We miss you, Charlie this episode's for you. Welcome to Procrastination Planet, where we should be writing, but... Looks like you're staring at my rack. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're back from a super long hiatus. I'm Carly Knight. And I'm Sabrina Monet. And this is Procrastination Planet... Where we should be writing, but... My voice is a little bit creaky because of all my allergies and shit.
1: <gasps> Allergy season is awful. I mean, gosh, they already gave us COVID. Why allergies? Mm-hmm.
0: That? Allergies in the time of the Rona. Okay, so everybody, forgive any kind of audio wonk. We're doing this via Zoom because I can't have people over because of the Rona. I'm trying to respect the whole social distancing thing because I'm not... A wacko who believes that the coronavirus is a hoax. It's not? (laughs) Sabrina loves to see exactly what shade of purple I will turn with rage. (laughs) Back in full form. So. What are you eating? I'm eating my Corona snacks. I'm having a trail mix that is, um, let's see, it's pistachios, pecans, almonds, chocolate chips, and also dried berries. Like cranberries
1: and cherries. I am going to grab chips and my granola bars and applesauce. Throw that on there. There's some healthy stuff here, but I'm bored. I don't feel like grabbing that stuff.
0: Fuck it. It's quarantine. We have no rules. Right? Right. So I figure this is our semi-comeback episode. This is Sabrina's (laughs) semi-return. So I figure what better way to celebrate our semi-return from this long-ass hiatus than have a food fight episode.
1: There was snacks, yes.
0: Oh my god, you know what? Since you've been gone, I'm not going to sing that song, but since you've been gone, I haven't mentioned Big Nasty one time on the podcast. Have you been following him? I don't really follow him. Has he disappeared? I don't know. Let me look at Instagram. If if you don't talk about Big Nasty, he doesn't appear. Yeah, he just goes away. Alright, clap boys and girls if you believe in Big Nasty. (laughs) (laughs) come back big nasty come back
1: let's see where is he he's in australia for some reason oh wow he's in sydney i'm sorry to hear that usually he like chats with us um on a regular but
0: i know he's he's usually in our dms and shit but
1: you know what he's been off of social media since uh rona started you know i kind of don't blame him yeah yeah but okay here's the thing do you think he's like staying fit eating right or do you think he's like packing on 40 pounds because that's the only time in his life he's going to be able to do it you
0: know maybe that's why he's off of the social media so he can, <laughs> he can work off the corona pounds and yeah. then make his big social media come back he's like I got my revenge body bitch revenge against the rona <laughs>
1: are you thinking about revenge body or anything like that during this time or i'm
0: trying to because i was starting to do um the slothification that comes with Uh isolation yes i mean i oh god in between all of the studying i had to do i'm finally done for my undergrad so i'm finally done with that so i wasn't working out as much but since I don't have commuting, taking up my time, so it bought me a little more time to do the workout. But at first, I'm like, oh, God, we're going to be eating all of the sweets. We, we ate so many fucking pastries, it's not even funny.
1: Oh, that's a, that's a good thing.
0: Yeah, like eclairs, because there's this little French bakery that's in our neighborhood.
1: You have a French bakery by you.
0: Yeah, they make eclairs, they make cronuts, they... They're um, still
1: open now? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's so horrible for me to know.
0: Maybe they closed. Yeah, that's it. Sometimes (laughs) they have a really good avocado toast.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. And also, they have cannoli. They have some good-ass cannoli.
1: When you're picky about cannoli, too.
0: I ate way too many cannolis. And I'm like, okay, cannoli in our time of corona. Exactly. So, I had too much of that shit going on. Then I'm like, you know what? I need to like work on my revenge body. So I'm kind of trying to use the Corona time as my glow up time. Nice. Hitting the elliptical first thing in the morning. What's that? The elliptical machine, the exercise machine.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. Not the treadmill because treadmill makes your ass go flat, but you have to have something with a slight bit of an incline. Like um, a stair stepper or an elliptical is better for the booty. And, um, (laughs) Oh, no. Sabrina's going to be problematic on her sketchy Wi-Fi. But, um, you know, since it's warming up and everything, I figure, OK, first thing in the morning, you know, after I give Charlie his medication, because it's been a while. So new listeners, listeners who haven't listened in a while, because, you know, school took me away from podcasting time. Yeah. Um, my dog is now a senior dog. My original puppy, Charlie, he's 11 years old and he was diagnosed with... Um, He went into um, congestive heart failure in November, like late November, early December. And we got him breathing again, thank God. So, you know, we had to take him to urgent care and they got him under oxygen. They got him breathing again. They had to go pretty aggressive with diuretics to purge all the fluid out of his lungs. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, he's on three different medications, technically four, but the fourth one he only takes in the morning. It's his
1: liver supplement. Oh, God. (laughs) He's having old people problems, so he has. What in the world was Charlie up to? Vegas for twenty years, or
0: yeah, he's hiding his stash of cigarettes in the crate. I caught him. I caught him doing that. I caught him stealing bacon. I caught Uh, him boozing. He had a six pack hidden in the shed too. crazy old dog man okay so he's on a heart pill he's on a blood pressure pill and he's on a diuretic
1: my goodness Yes. Yeah,
0: so like first thing in the morning you know get him medicated and then with the liver pill you gotta wait at least half an hour before he eats mm-hmm. and then um make sure he has you know make sure he has his breakfast and then make sure and holly too holly is pretty low maintenance when it comes to veterinary care thank god nice but um I lost my train of thought. (laughs) Blame it on the Rona. Exactly. Blame it on the Rona. But anyway, so like first thing in the morning, take care of all the dog stuff, medication, breakfast, outside the potty, and then hit the elliptical before it starts to get too warm.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: Hit the elliptical and then do some weights. I found a bodybuilding program for, um, like packing on more muscle and it's geared towards women. Wow. And and I kind of do the thing right now. I'm in the first phase where I'm just doing like one muscle group a day. Okay. Like first day one, work on your arms, sculpt them guns. Second day, take a rest. Third day. It's, um, chest and abs day of rest. Next day, shoulders day of rest. Next day, back day of rest. Next day, legs. Although I do more glute workouts in there too, because I'm maintaining. Hey, I have a great ass and I want to keep it that way. (laughs) I want to say for the rest of my life that I got the ass of a woman half my age.
1: Exactly.
0: I do now. I want to in the future.
1: (laughs) Besides the uh, veterinary, the veterinarian, where else have you been outside of the house?
0: Oh God, that's about it. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, just... Going to the vet, ma- making sure I mask up because I want to keep my vet around. Yeah. So doing that, um, I think I had to make a couple of emergency trips to Target to get essential type stuff.
1: Isn't Target crazy?
0: Mm-hmm. And Walmart even crazier. Although one day miracle of miracles.
1: What happened?
0: When it was my time to go in, uh-huh. I got the last pack of the good toilet paper.
1: No, it was a
0: twelve pack, and it wasn't um like the super expensive premium shit, gosh gotcha. yeah, but it was like um, I think they're um what's their store brand called? I forget like mm. something good something or quality something or i I don't know well, but something like that yeah something like that, but their store brand they have the um the soft and strong brand, and that's actually a pretty damn good toilet paper, okay, so um I ended up with a six-pack of that, not six-pack, the 12-pack. Now people are going to be like, oh my God, she said 12 that, then she said six-pack. She can't keep her story straight. (laughs) But anyway, I got got a decent supply of good quality toilet paper that I didn't have to pay a premium for. Okay. Yeah. So I ended up with that and then um, I forgot what it was I needed to also grab, but... It was one of those things. It was weirdly serendipitous because I had to get that. I had to get a thing of fragrance-free detergent. I found the last bottle of that. Nice. One that I didn't have to pay
1: out the asshole for. Do you... Okay, you know what? This is going to sound so... I don't know what category this falls into, but I used to do Mm fragrance-free. I fell in love with the Downy Sprinkle. Do you know what I'm talking about? The cupcake sprinkles they sell now?
0: Is it like fabric softener that smells like frosting or something?
1: It, it, so it's fabric softener, but instead of being that liquid that you had to watch or put into that little ball without spilling everywhere, now it's just like little cupcake frosting flakes that you just throw into the washing machine.
0: Oh, that sounds so elegant. I have sensitive I skin though.
1: so Oh, that's why you have to go fragrance-free. Yeah, okay. I go
0: fragrance-free because I have that skin where I'm just like, something touches it and then poof, I get blotchy.
1: Oh, okay. That's fun. I work with the public, so I, I want a, an additional layer of armor where I could just reach to my sweater and go like, okay, we're going uh, <laughs> to live here for a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. The public, the public buildings. Uh, we we uh, recently had a meeting where they said, how can we make life easier for you? People laughed and then they said it wouldn't work. I said, how hard would it be just to make like the entire building smell like Starbucks? How hard would that be? (laughs) Everywhere should smell like Starbucks. Why can't we have Uh, everybody smell like coffee? Do you think it's the constant grinding of the coffee? Or do you think it's simply just having coffee bags in the Starbucks that makes it smell that way? Well, there's the
0: constant grinding of the coffee. There's just the presence of coffee all over, too.
1: That's what I I don't drink this stuff, but I love smelling it. Mm -hmm. I wish my office was like that.
0: Same here. Well, I'm going to become a teacher. So everything will smell like coffee because that's what we run on.
1: Oh my gosh. And then you're going to have like those, um, what do you call it? What do you call the little babies? Junior high school students? Yeah. My middle schoolers. Oh, your I- middle schoolers. Okay. So all of yeah. those smells and
0: yeah. The one thing about like middle schoolers, they sometimes will, especially the younger end of middle school, they'll still fart. They'll SBD and it's like, Really, you farted right in the middle of class and oh, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs> it's the farty smells. Oh, goodness. Uh, however, that means if I have to let one out... You let it rip. Just SBD and then like look at one of the kids like... <laughs> <laughs> you guys, okay, listeners out there, we have the video going and I was doing a lot of body language and... Y'all can't see us. And also, I have no makeup on and I'm breaking out like a motherfucker. So I'm not going to show the video of this either. So what I was doing is I was kind of miming out my teacher scenario where I act (laughs) like I'm going to say what the fuck, but just mouth what the fuck because you can't say the fuck word in a middle school classroom without like kids complaining. Yeah. They'll complain even though they say it themselves and they hear it on the YouTube and all that kind of shit. Anyway. So if you're a middle school teacher, you can fart in class and then blame it on the kids.
1: Oh, my goodness. You do sound like you'd you be that teacher.
0: <laughs> I would. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I think maybe I should teach middle school while I still kind of have the energy to do it. Gotcha. And then as I get like closer to the retirement years, I'll work with the seniors or just say, yeah. like, the hell with it and get my master's and work at a community college.
1: Perfect. Perfect.
0: Yeah, so I got accepted at um, Cal State East Bay for the credential program.
1: Yes. So that's going to be exciting. Um, Are those going to be online for now or or is there going to be some Cal State East Bay um, commuting?
0: Um, I'm going through the online program because otherwise I'd have to commute all the way to Hayward.
1: Oh, yeah. uh,
0: Yeah, I don't have that kind of driving
1: desire. What do you miss the most?
0: I miss going outside and actually gathering with people face-to-face. I miss going to art
1: galleries. Oh, your first Fridays. I know.
0: Yeah, I miss going to coffee shops and sitting around and loitering and working on my writing. I miss peopling.
1: You can still loiter outside Starbucks.
0: It's not the same. It's not the same? It's not the same. How is your writing going? Well, I am working on chapter nine of my novel in progress. I'm going to read chapter two on OZCAT radio. <gasps> exciting. When is that? Um, it's the third Thursday of every month. It's the Artbeat Hour starting at 10 o'clock. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm probably going to post about it on my Instagram. exciting. Exciting. And funny thing about social media is um, like, since I'm becoming a teacher and, you know, I have to be all role modeling and shit, you know, I put all my social media private now. Uh-huh. I mean, I used to have public social media because I was trying to push my whole writer brand and all that kind of thing. But okay. then like once kids know your whole entire government name, the first thing they do is Google you. And then they exactly. look for your social media and they want to start making fun of your shit on there. Yeah. And I don't want anybody screenshotting Anything I say or do or whatever. So I had to put all that private. And that way, um, I had to have an Instagram for my, for my work temporarily. I think I'm, I think I'm just going to get rid of that one because I don't want it anymore. We had to do that during the Rona because, um, we had to have some interactive kind of stuff going on, you know, the weekly challenges and all that sort of thing. But then like your students want to follow you, which, that's cool, but I don't want to follow them back because that's weird. So yeah. I'm not going to follow you back if you're not grown, and I don't want to answer DMs because that—that's kind of that's like a weird, sketchy area.
1: It is, yeah. yeah.
0: Like social media protocol, I don't think it's okay for like students and teachers to interact in the DMs because the creepers ruined it for everybody. They really did. Yeah. So if any any of my students out there. Happen to be listening. Although, why are you listening to something that is inappropriate for your age? But if you're listening and I didn't answer your DMs, please don't take it personally. It's nothing against you. It's just I'm following social media protocol of the district.
1: Yeah. Question I have for you. With publishers being mostly in New York Mm -hmm. and L.A. and this whole Rona thing. I take a lot of my advice from the Twitter world. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that this has changed the industry, that people will no longer need to network with LA or New York, that we're all going to be zooming into each other from wherever? Like we can be living in Kansas and have as much, much exposure as someone who lives in California.
0: Well, I don't think you have to be an author and live in LA or New York. Well, back in the day, you wanted your agents to be in New York because that's where the publishers are and you want them to be able to meet with them and network with them so they could get your work into their hands and blah, blah, blah. But with email, it's not so much of a requirement and it hasn't been for a long time, actually. Gotcha. As long as the agent you seek out has legitimate publishing connections. They have connections with, like the big six publishers, like Random House, Penguin, Simon and Schuster, etc. Yeah. Then they're able to get your book in the hands of editors who will be willing to read it and keep it out of the slush pile.
1: Do so you think the same thing will happen for screenwriters soon, too? Like we all don't have to cram into some place outside Burbank for like the chance at a, a networking review of your, you know what I mean? Because I, I've been looking at a lot of these contests where they have you submit your work to get reviewed. Mm-hmm. and A lot of them, um, it says at the bottom, must be a resident of L.A. County.
0: Okay, I can't speak on that. I'm not an expert or all that knowledgeable when it comes to screenwriting. Gotcha, gotcha. I can only speak on my experience in um, like print publishing, like prose, okay. novels, that kind of thing. Okay. Like book publishing, that's the only thing I can really speak on. I mean, it's hard enough to get a book published. I think we covered this in an episode a long time ago, but it bears repeating. It's hard enough to be published when it comes to books. It's like 10 times as hard to get a screenplay published. Wow. It's been a while since I've been on the mic.
1: (laughs) I'm hella rusty. Don't mind me chugging applesauce. I'm too lazy to get a spoon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is it fermented applesauce? Is that what's going on?
1: (laughs) No sugar added.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. You're not going to get any fermentation without sugar. Oh, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Sabrina's getting drunk off the sauce. Literally.
1: I know that you're a germaphobe naturally. Mm -hmm. How is this affecting you and the way you look at how you're going to be going out in public?
0: Okay. I mask up. I got me a little bit of sanitizer from Tony Moly, Mm -hmm. the little tubes I got. So I have like three, it was three tubes for $10.
1: Are you gloving up or are you using like a a key to like touch things when you walk around? Okay. I'm not, I'm not monk. Okay. I'm
0: not that (laughs) level. I can't. I know if I get to that level, it will never stop. Like I have to sanitize the gloves and sanitize the package that the sanitizer came in, then sanitize the package that the wipes came in, but then wash my hands because I touched that and then I touched this and then I touched that. And then I just have to take my reasonable cautions. Like I'll wear a mask. I mean, the mask won't prevent me from catching anything, but it's like to keep me from spreading symptoms potentially to people. Like I mask up when I'm at the vet because I want to keep the vet around. Yeah. And my vet is in a high-risk category, so I just want to make sure, make sure he stays around. Exactly. I don't want to be infecting people with Schrodinger's virus. Mm. I do as much as I can while still being reasonable. I am grateful to find that there was that um, filter on here. Filter? <laughs> yeah, the touch up my appearance video under the My Video.
1: My Video, hold up.
0: They said enable HD, and I'm like, nope, not with these pores.
1: <laughs> what hold on
0: i don't want hd but then they have the touch of my appearance and it's like a little it's like a tiny bit of a filter though not much oh. blurs out my zits a little bit so i'll take it
1: mirror my video hey that's weird
0: so i want to mirror that so i can look kind of normal again you know what i think i just have a bad camera because when i look at myself in the mirror here too i'm like is my face really this crooked what
1: the fuck? I don't see a crooked face. What are you talking about? I,
0: I feel like my mouth juts off, like my jaw juts off to the side I'll, like I'm Popeye or something.
1: Oh my goodness, no.
0: Zoom has really fucked with my self-esteem. <laughs> you know, on top of a bad camera and then how it flips your like mirror image around. But I had to do some Googling because I had to talk myself down off a ledge. Because I look in the mirror and... I mean, I have my bad self esteem days, of course, but for the most part, you know, I can look in the mirror and be like, okay, you're not a bad looking broad. And then um, I look at the Zoom camera, because even like in some photographs I see of me, I always joke about how I'm not photogenic and how the camera's like, bitch, not so fast. But like I've looked at some of my photographs recently, like the ones that my friend Teresa took, my author photo. I, I like the Yeah, we didn't have the reflector cards or anything like that, so I had like kind of an overcast day with the unfortunate shadows that didn't do any favors to my skin or anything. But um all I had to do was just throw a quick little filter on it just to kind of smooth out the complexion. That's all the filtering I wanna do as far as photo editing goes. Because I don't want to make myself look unrecognizable. Gotcha. I don't feel comfortable that way, but I feel like if I just do something that kind of smooths out the complexion, then my complexion, my blemishes aren't a distraction from the rest of me. But she took some really good pictures and I'm looking okay. at the picture and I'm like, hey, I'm kind of a sexy bitch. I'm good with this. And then I look at myself on the zoom camera and I'm like, wait, do I look like sloth? Am I as crooked as Edgar Allan Poe's face? I'm, I'm looking at that and I'm like, wait, I talk out of the side of my mouth. Like, Papa. what the fuck is going on with my face? Am I this fucking crooked? And then, you know, I was kind of trying to figure out answers like, why do you look fucked up on a webcam? That kind of thing. Or like, why do you why do you feel like you look deformed when you look at pictures of yourself? And there was some brain science to it because everyone's asymmetrical,
1: right? OK, can I tell you something really quick? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So I turned off the mirror thing, and now if I turn my head right, my head turns yeah. left. If I turn my head left, my heart's hitting yeah. my brain. It is weird.
0: Okay. That's normal. So anyway, they broke it down like this, because everyone's face is asymmetrical. No one has perfect symmetry. Even like the most gorgeous, like idealized celebrities, they're not perfectly symmetrical either. Gotcha. But um, when you look in the mirror, you're kind of used to how you look. Yeah you're accustomed to your asymmetry, that kind of thing. So when you look at it from that mirror flip, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. You're like, your brain is kind of like, wait, what, what's going on here? This, because you're used to seeing your face one way and then all of a sudden everything is just kind of discombobulated. And so you kind of exaggerate, like your brain is exaggerating the asymmetries that you just yeah. got presented with. And so um, the thing I found reassuring is like when people look at you, Because I'm like, wait, this is flip. This is what people see when they look at me. Oh, my God. People are actually a lot nicer to me than I thought because they're not like, oh, my God, you're fucking crooked. But the way people see you is what you see in the mirror, but in reverse, if that makes sense, like, like the way you're used to seeing your asymmetries, like you still see a generally harmonious image. Yeah. Like what you see in the mirror, you're like, you're used to it. It's harmonious. That is what people see, but they but they're seeing it the other way, but they're seeing that all in harmony. Gotcha. You're not fucked up and deformed. <laughs> when you're now that I say that, um there are people out there with legit deformities and I'm not SJW I you know, just... I know. But the thing is I don't want to say people with deformities are fucked up. I'm just saying that Okay, I don't think there's any good way of saying that, but the way you pick on yourself when you see yourself in that flip—that's not what other people are seeing. They're seeing what you see in the mirror. They're not seeing. Yes. They're not seeing the Picasso thing going on.
1: The Picasso thing. I love it. Yeah,
0: I'm. I was wondering if I should take all that shit out, but nah, leave it okay. there.
1: We're all learning. We're all growing. Exactly. And I'm just sitting back because it makes my back feel better. This is exploratory talk. What else are you eating? Just nursing my bowl of snacks. Yeah, you're still nursing those same... Mm -hmm. uh, Of course it didn't help that I had my
0: meal meal. hmm. So this is our off-topic episode
1: of Procrastination Planet. Procrastination Planet. So we talked about snacks, we talked about closures, we talked about getting, staying in touch with friends. I mm-hmm. really can't wait to see people in, in person.
0: In person. I've been doing all of my um, all of my writing groups and Pod Recognize Pod all via Zoom. So it's easier to go see the Pod Recognized Pod crew via Zoom because then um, I don't have to commute. But um, what was I going to say?
1: This is... So besides the food and all the bad people that are getting called out for being bad in this Rona... Have there been any positives? Another positive, Andrew Cuomo.
0: <sighs> oh, yes. What is that? Competence is sexy. That's what okay. it is.
1: Is it competent or do we just like looking at six foot three guys in suits?
0: Who are competent and know how to fill out the suit. Because apparently Asian Orange is six foot two. Uh, you know, he and is- he looks like a fucking garbage bag. You know what's funny is I'm always shocked to find out that he's tall. He's actually 6'3". He does not carry himself like a tall guy. He has, like, shitty posture, and he's slumpy, and
1: yeah.
0: I'm always, I always look at him and think he's, like, 5'7 five, five. tops. Yeah. <laughs> like, 5'7 with lifts in his shoe.
1: Yeah, and then you find out how tall he is, and you're like, oh, shit. Uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm. And yet he acts like a Napoleon. <sighs> he acts like he's got, like, some kind of Napoleon complex.
1: I know, for sure yeah, he really shouldn't.
0: Ugh. so it's probably uh, the tiny hands thing
1: its it's the tiny hands thing
0: freakishly hand, freakishly tiny hands so
1: uh i am into Andrew Cuomo. What do you think of our governor? He can wear the hell of it a suit too, but he's not calling to he's, me the way he's that- not a
0: thirst trap there's there's something not a thirst trap there's, there's something he's got like douche bro kind of energy yeah he's yeah, like he's he- got that douchey dude bro energy, but for the most part he's handling this like the best you can under those circumstances where you're getting hamstrung by Agent Orange and you're trying to keep everyone from spreading the disease so we don't repeat the um, Spanish flu epidemic of eight, 1918. Yeah. Because that second wave spiked in the summer yeah. because we thought, oh, it's okay to go back out now. Do you think that's gonna, it's going to be that bad? If we don't keep following precautions, yeah.
1: What a year. What a shithole year. Uh-huh.
0: This is supposed to be my fucking year to be on, like, on top of the world.
1: Is this your Chinese... No, no, this is not your Chinese Zodiac year.
0: mm I'm okay. a dragon.
1: Okay, so this is not a, a, a... Okay, one of your special years. Okay.
0: No, but 2020 is supposed to be a damn good year for the Earth signs.
1: Oh, gosh.
0: Yeah. Although maybe secretly, from all of this, all of this bullshit, it's actually fertilizer in which I will grow my awesomeness. Awesomeness
1: in 2021. That's that's
0: what I have to believe. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to get fucking hopeless and I don't want that. Yeah.
1: You're eating something different now. What is it?
0: A cherry. A dried cherry. Do you have any chocolate there? A little choco.
1: These little chocolate nibs. What's a nib? What a a cheese. Give me the chocolate or just... Go away, little nib. Okay. <laughs> I
0: little drink. chocolate teaser. <laughs> you can probably put them in, in like, your coffee, too. It's okay. a little Ooh. surprise treat at the end. Yes. Mocha surprise. You think it's that. regular coffee, and then boom, surprise, chocolate. <laughs> <sighs> oh, you know what's fucked up about this pandemic, though? What is? Okay, this is going to be a fucked up thing for me to say. But were you around when I was joking... About how, because, you know, every time I've had to ride in traffic, especially okay. when trying to commute to Sonoma State and all that kind of fuck shit, uh-huh. I'm always thinking, oh, God, humanity could use a good dose of the plague. We got too many fucking people out here. This is ridiculous. I don't know. A good plague could wipe out like a good two thirds and I would not be sad.
1: I- I've heard what you've said. You've said that before. Yes.
0: <laughs> and now look what happened.
1: So what are you wishing for the world next? Dragons? Okay.
0: Well, okay. So, sometimes I think the whole law of attraction thing, I think some of it's bullshit. Okay. Like, like a lot of these people will kind of use it as an excuse to victim blame. Like, if you're a rape victim, you attracted that to you. If um, bad things happen, you attracted that to you. It's your fault you got cancer. You know, it, it's just really icky. So, like, a lot of this law of attraction stuff, I'm like, hmm, that's so gross. But on the other hand, I think, like, there's something too manifestation, like speaking things into the universe. Okay. Because, you know, I I joked around about the plague and then boom. And so I'm thinking, I need to joke a lot more often about breaking up Stanley Tucci's marriage.
1: Oh my God. Because
0: now if we want to talk about 2020 thirst traps, actually, he's been a thirst trap for a good long while, especially after I saw Easy A, because he's the dad in Easy A and... He's not daddy, he is downright zaddy.
1: Oh my gosh. Stanley teacher, yeah, he is cute.
0: Yeah, and you know like the guys who are, who get all insecure about being bald, it's not the baldness that makes you unattractive, it's your unattractiveness that makes you unattractive. Exactly. You, ha- you have to have good features to get away with being a bald guy. Yeah. Like like you have to have like those rugged like square jaw like masculine yeah sort of looks like chris maloney he's not known for having a full head of hair
1: he's just known yeah for being... i mean he's
0: got a little receding hairline but you know he buzzes his hair and he still looks good but you know what he's got a damn good bone structure for that but like the guys with like the baby faces and weak chins and whatnot you better i don't know i don't know what you're gonna do once your hair has gone because your looks are gonna go too sorry
1: buy that dolly Parton wig <laughs> mm-hmm oh so uh, you know what you you have that look on your face like you don't know that it exists so I have to let you know okay Maloney's coming back to NBC with his own stabler TV show oh that's gonna be crazy <laughs>
0: mm. yeah that's kind of that's kind of my jam
1: that is yeah. Gonna be- yeah my thing
0: yeah I think my jam is like rugged looking guys with not a lot of hair. Yes. But you got to have chest hair, though. Chest hair is a thing. But I don't, I'm not concerned about a guy having a full head of hair. That's not, as long as the rest of you looks good, the full head of hair is not a requirement. But yeah, if you died. have bad bone structure, ain't nothing going to save you. Yeah. And that's why, you know, if God forbid I'm single again, no guy is allowed to, like, step up to me unless I've seen him clean shaven. Because oh. I don't want to see facial hair hiding a bad chin. Oh, <laughs> you know, you know how guys talk about how makeup is a lie and oh, you're lying if you have makeup on. Well, you're lying if you have a beard.
1: Yeah, because, you know, sometimes they do shave that beard and the manly man like, disappears. Yeah. So
0: I'm, I just had to put my two cents in. Totally heard. So, yeah, I got to start. I got to work a lot harder on breaking up Stanley Tucci's marriage. Yes. What else do we got to joke into manifesting? Publication. He can be a rich and famous author.
1: Yes. More money, less problems.
0: Everyone who has ever wronged me will live a <laughs> life of quiet desperation and humiliation.
1: Oh, no to back pain. All back pain disappears for me and for Charlie.
0: Agent Orange will die in a pauper's grave. And nobody will ever know his name ever again.
1: <laughs> what, is it gonna be like a, some small cemetery in Russia or something? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just a hole in the ground and even the vultures won't touch them.
1: Oh my gosh. You're really enjoying that, whatever it is you're munching on. hmm And hey, you're not really um, a snacker. What's going on? Quarantine
0: feelings, yo. Quarantine feelings.
1: No, I'm trying to have as way. few carbs as... You're breaking up again. Sorry. No, no, no. You were talking about Andrew Cuomo. Then you were talking about Christopher Maloney. Then you Stanley, Tucci. Re- Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci. Don't forget re- Stanley Tucci, man. Yeah, and then you started hitting those... The trail mix really hard. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Thirst trap snacks.
0: Yeah, thirst trap snacks. <laughs> exactly. We're talking about snacks and eating snacks. <laughs> but it should be like all flip flopped. I don't know. Okay, that was that didn't quite land. I don't think.
1: <laughs> I can share my screen.
0: Are you going to share your porn on the screen?
1: Yeah. All your
0: big, nasty thirst trap
1: shots. (laughs) (laughs) I am a horrible person to talk to when there's things that can distract me nearby. I'm
0: I'm always like, ooh, shiny.
1: Yeah, right.
0: (laughs) I decided to guess my dog's zodiac signs.
1: What are they?
0: I think Charlie is a Leo. Okay. I think Charlie is a Leo, probably maybe a Cancer Moon. Because, like, Cancers, they can do the whole lovey-dovey affection thing, but then they can also be psycho.
1: Because
0: uh-huh. O.J. Simpson and Jodi Arias are Cancers. Just just putting that out there. Cancers are assholes. Mm-hmm. He, he definitely has that fire sign energy. He wants the spotlight all the time. Yeah. He wants the spotlight all the time. And um, then, of course, the Cancer Moon makes him a little bit psycho, but also kind of clean. He wants to cuddle with me all the time because he's my sweet baby. But then also he has that massive mean streak. You know what's funny is I used to think I didn't get along with Leos, but as I've been like gathering more friends in my life, okay, I have a lot of friends who are Leos and I don't want to punch them in the neck. Wow. And I'm thinking, wait, do you have a rising and a moon that are chilling out the Leo part? Cause, yeah. Because you're not a fucking narcissist. What's up with us? But then it turns out that it's unevolved Leos that I can't get along with. Because gotcha. like the unevolved Leo is very narcissistic and attention seeking and all that kind of thing. But the evolved Leo, the Leo is the lion. And when you see a lion out there on the prairie, that lion is chill as fuck. Exactly. Like they're secure in who they are and they're just kind of chill. And... I can actually dig an evolved Leo. Got you. Evolved Leo energy is actually pretty cool. So I have changed my position on Leos.
1: You like evolved Leos. Yeah. I think it's
0: just the unevolved like side of any I sign.
1: Think. Yeah.
0: Because like an unevolved Virgo, we're just... using nit- Yes. We're nitpicky. We're anal retentive and we hate everything. But the evolved Virgo, we're hardworking. We get shit done. And we sometimes get weird. But, um,
1: the way that I'm weirdly holding this camera. <laughs>
0: yeah. You're an Aquarius, right? I'm an Aquarius. That's yeah. Yeah. That's a whole bag of crazy. That's my rising. <laughs> but, but, like, an evolved Aquarius, you know, you're, you're pretty chill. You march to your own drummer. You, you are just like uniquely who you are authentically. But, like, an unevolved Aquarius is like very rude, very aloof. They try too hard to say, look how unique I am. that kind of thing. So like unevolved, I kind of look back at my youth and because like your rising sign is like how you present. And I can remember, I mean, I think this is kind of a product of youth as well. Like when I was younger and I was finally embracing the fact that I wasn't going to be like everybody else, I started trying too damn hard to be different and special from everyone else. And that made me extra much insufferable. And now that I'm older, it's like my energy still I definitely come across as someone, from what I've heard anyway, as someone who just kind of lets their freak flag fly, <laughs> like, like, outerly, then they get to know me and they're like, oh yeah, you're a fucking Virgo. But it's not so much, look at me trying to be different.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I ever did that, but, but I'm also naturally lazy. So maybe you need energy to try to... Do you to have a do Taurus in your moon? No, I, I think my moon is Aquarius as well.
0: Okay. I don't know if Aquarians are known to be lazy I have to look that shit up. I don't. I don't remember that part. Maybe sleepy. Um, or Taurus lazy. Um, that's like the shadow side of Taurus.
1: Oh wow, because I tend to fall for Taurus a lot.
0: Yeah, we can. Um, Taurus is my moon, actually. So oh that's, wow, that, that's like my that's my definite shadow side. Like your moon is your shadow side. That's who exactly. you are when ain't nobody looking. Like I'm a Virgo. Oh. I want to get shit done. I want things organized. I want to have things a certain way. And then I get home and. I want to clean everything and organize, but then I, then I look around and I'm like, nah, I want to fucking nap.
1: <laughs> I always want to nap. Mm-hmm. I t- I mean, I took painkillers and I'll probably pass out on you in about 20 minutes. But... Oh,
0: dear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pill popping.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. And so Holly, I think Holly's a Taurus because um, oh. she's she's kind of stubborn. Like tor- Like, Tauruses can be stubborn. I think any earth sign can be can have that little stubborn streak because we know how to dig our heels into the ground. That is our gift.
1: Yes. Hey, Charlie,
0: baby. He's he's crawling out from under the couch. He likes to hang out under the couch.
1: Oh, he doesn't bark when he sees you.
0: No, because cause I'm mommy. Oh, he only barks at everyone else. That's right. <laughs> oh, my That's my mean old doggy, and I love him. <laughs> but um, like Holly, she's and, and Tauruses, too. Um, we tend to um, like like the dark side of the Taurus. We can be lazy and materialistic. Okay. But um, but more evolved Tauruses, we're we're loyal. We're reliable. Nice. And we are dedicated sensualists. Earth signs tend to be that way anyway, because we're earthy and all that sort of thing. Gosh, gotcha. yeah. So. Oh, you're outside. I am outside because I had to take the dogs outside and I'm hoping they're cooperating because I'm multitasking. But yeah, Holly, she she loves her luxuries. She loves her little creature comforts. She loves to chill out, but she also likes being stubborn. But that's my baby girl. So I think she's a Taurus. Gotcha. Yeah. So if I ever get bored, I'll do my dog's entire Zodiac charts. Although they're rescues, so I can't really get um, the time of day they were born.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I couldn't
0: do like a full on natal chart for them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh my God, this is what quarantine is doing to me. I'm doing my dog's astrological charts. (laughs) (laughs) We had to get the time of day those pets were born. You better go to you better go to the breeder. Well, of course, then I would be supporting breeding and all that kind of thing. I don't want to inadvertently Um, do that. But yeah, your chart depends on the time of day you were born. um, Of course, the date you were born and the city where you were born. Yeah, because it all depends on how everything aligns. My poor little Charlie with his heart condition, you know, the vets are like, okay, you know, keep him from having too much excitement and, you know, don't let him like run around like a new, new head. Yeah. So I have to kind of regulate Holly if she tries to get him to run around. I have to deflect that behavior. Okay. And like Like get her a toy. So then we play tug of war and I get her playing fetch and help her burn off that energy. But if Charlie wants to play Tug of War a little, I kind of go gently. Just anything that doesn't make him run around. Yeah. So I still let him, you know, play a little Tug of War, shake his toys to death. But if he tries to initiate play with his sister, then it's kind of hard for me to stop him because it's like he gets joy out of that. And so I still want him to have joy in his old age. Yeah. Poor little guy.
1: You know what? I like talking to you while I'm in the recliner. Yeah? Yeah. It's it, this could be a therapy session. I'm in the position. Cool. I'm lying down. <laughs> start to me about my childhood.
0: Okay, so tell me about um, your first memory.
1: <laughs> Let me go before I start making shit up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Then we don't have to be calling like special services or anything like that. Sabrina does not feel safe in her home. <laughs> so this is our off-topic semi-food fight. Don't call it a comeback episode. <laughs> so this is Procrastination Planet. Thank you for sticking around for our off-topic rambling. I'm Carly Knight. And I'm Sabrina Monet. And this has been Procrastination Planet. Until next time. Yeah, I, I should probably say that we might be switching to like a bi-weekly format. Gotcha. It doesn't mean twice a week. It means every other week. So I should be calling it um, fortnightly. 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 Every fortnight. Every fortnight. On every I- fortnight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Procrastination Planet has been written and produced by me, Carly Knight. Our logo is designed by Sea Trojan of Sea Trojan Art. Our theme music is Laser Unicorns by Christian Penn. Courtesy of Jumendo Licensing. Check us out at procrastinationplanet.com. Over there, you can catch links to our bonus content for every episode, as well as links to our Patreon and our Teespring pages. All other sound at Procrastination Planet is courtesy of Charlie and Holly, our official podcast puppies. Don't forget to drop us an email at procrastinationplanetpod at gmail.com. Let us know how we're doing.